I'm Stefan Bauman, and welcome once again to one of my podcasts. Today, I ask the question, what do you want to be when you grow up? I know that's an interesting question to ask an adult, but if I would ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? What would be your answer? So sit back and relax and listen in to while I discuss with one of my students the importance asking yourself, what do you want to be when you grow up? So what do you want to be when you grow up? I'm asking you a simple question. You know, when you were four, somebody said to you, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you looked at him and you said, I want to be a nurse. I want to be a police officer. I want to be an artist. Okay, so I'm asking you the same question. You get, to, you, you, you get a chance to recreate yourself. So what do you want to be when you grow up? Now, I know you're already grown up. You have kids. You know, I don't know how old you are, but you're somewhere in my age bracket. And if you ask me the same question, what do you want to be when you grow up? I'll just answer, I just want to be an artist. Why all the baggage? Why all of the, the, the conversations and the redirect? It's not just with you. I can't tell you, especially men. When I talk to men and I say, so what do you want to be when I grow up? You know, well, I'm already retired. I go, I didn't ask you that. And then they go, well, I want to be financially secure and take care of my family and all this stuff. And it's like, this is the most basic of questions that four-year-olds answer every day. What do you want to be when you grow up? It's a real simple, simple conversation. It's like you're sitting here as an adult and what's the one thing that you've always wished that you could be and not whether or not you're successful or talented or good enough because when you're four years old, you don't have that. But the thing is, if you can't, if you can't from the inside of your soul say, you know, when I grow up, whatever that is, because, you know, it's not true because you're already grown up, but but the thing is, my dream is to become an artist and not with all of the tags and and like, well, I never make it as an artist. It's like any of that stuff will, will cause the energy of the world to turn it away from you. The only reason why you're not able to be an artist is because all these barriers that you throw in that deflect this. And a lot of this stuff is baggage that we carried from when we were four so you know you're you're a little girl you're drawing and mom comes in and she goes what are you drawing and you say i'm drawing a dinosaur and she goes wow that's a big dinosaur well what are you going to do with the dinosaurs i'm going to have it eat a cow and so you start making a cow and she goes well that looks like a dog right so you're already kind of like oh my god my artwork is going to be judged and then you know somebody comes into the room and they say oh what are you doing so i'm painting a dinosaur that's supposed to be a cow, but my mom said it's a dog, so I didn't do that very well. And he goes, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? You go, I want to be an artist. And he looks down at you and go, you can't be an artist. Nobody makes a living out of an artist. You have to be reasonable. You have to have a retirement plan and, and uh, stocks and bonds. And let's face it, you're a woman back then. You're going to be a mother. And so chances are you're going to rot at home with your kids. And, and you know, by the time you pull yourself up out of that, you're going to be too old to do anything. Um, so anyway, so a lot of that is just petered out of us. And it's interesting when you ask a 60-year-old person, what do you want to be when you grow up? You don't get that nice, clear, wonderful childhood assessment of like, I just want to be an artist, you know? And the thing is, it's like such a wonderful uh, reality to get in touch with that that's what 
you get a B. It's not out of your grasp. It's right there if you allow it to happen. But you're not going to make it happen if you deflect the question and and interfere with, you know, coming up with an answer that's supposed to sound right to society. Because let's face it, artists don't make a living. They're starving. It's the easy A. You know, it's, it's, it's a noble thing that nobody really aspires to because, I mean, you know, if, if, it's, if it doesn't come out good, people will ridicule you. First thing people are going to do is, what do you mean you want to be an artist? Isn't that a little presumptuous? It's like museums are built for master painters. And believe me, I've seen your paintings. You're not a master painter. Whatever, whatever things you have held back, is 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 just garbage when you have an, a chance to today just clear the board what would life be if you chose to be an artist right now and you pursued that without any doubt i'm not taking i i'm sure every successful artist i mean andrew wyeth loved to paint he didn't focus on his business and the thing is if you focus on your and you're not creating a business. You're, you're just creating a possibility. If you're trying to sell paintings, you're producing a product. I didn't ask what you want to be financially in selling a painting. I didn't ask, you know, what, what kind of business you wanted to make because that's a thing you do. That's not the thing you are. But I'm asking you from your heart what you want to be when you grow up. I'm not asking you the business aspect of it. I just am asking you what you want to be, not what you want to do. And you need to separate that and say, you know what? If I devote myself to painting, that would fulfill me. And if I could do that better and better, and because and you spend a lot of time, you spend a lot of money pursuing this. And you don't have to look at a profit and loss statement that doesn't have to have any value. But you could live the life of an artist so that, you know, you can share with people. And your website is the foundation of that sharing. You can, have, you can interact with people like you did today, you know, during the, the coaching call, um, you know, the, 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 the virtual paint out with everybody else. You can show up there with confidence. And like you said, you even have a hard time speaking to people about your, your art. And that's because I don't think you get it in your head that you, after I see your painting today, you know, what did I say? And for what reason did I say it? I said it was, it, it was one of the best pieces I've seen. And it's hard to absorb that when you constantly are, are deflecting, well, uh, but. And if you don't get confidence in the fact that this is real and that you, you're out there to share, and not in fear, not in judgment, but just because you're a damn good artist, you won't ever understand the second half of why we create art. The reason why we create art is that it's communication to others. And now you have finally developed the skill of language. And through language, you get to speak to people visually, which is an incredible gift. And notice at this point, I've mentioned nothing about money or successful business plans. And so what I would like you to do is to you look at your gallery as a place to share your art so other people can see what you're doing so that you can inspire them, that they too can stand with confidence and proclaim themselves artists also. Because wouldn't the world be wonderful if there were just more of us and the purity of creating art? Would, and, and that's all what we're here for. 
And your, your website now isn't a business tool. It's a communications tool for inspiration to share beauty and thought. Your painting that you just finished is an insight that you have from the area you live. It, it, it was born out of knowledge of that area and interest in being able to share that with others. The reason why it came so good is that it came out pure, not for money, but because it's just a real interesting place. And sharing that makes me want to go visit it, wants me to go see it. You shared it so well, the lighting and everything was so beautiful. And your website is a place to share. It's not some place that you have to have e-commerce and all this stuff just to put the beauty of here. And then you're a beautiful person. You know, people would love to spend an afternoon with you. And so your bio there is to, is to share with them your insights that makes you unique in the artwork that you share. So what I'm trying to do is reground you to the reason why you contacted me. Because you had, you had a vision in your head and you had a hard time putting it down. And now you have the skills to do that. So the next thing is, is that you want to share it. And in the process, people may or may not want to acquire it. And that's an entirely different focus. If you keep your thought clear that you want to share and if people collect it because they like what you have to say, you will have no problem putting together the business part of it because it feeds itself. And the foundation of that is your website. And so I want you to have a different relationship to your website, not as a marketing thing, but a place for the world to come into your world and you can share them so that when they leave, they have a new perspective of life. Pretty powerful tool. It's, it's not out of your grasp because it comes from your heart. The reason why it's so wonderful to, to speak to my students is because they're in the same space of sharing. They're, they're all grounded. You're, you're the same kind of person. We've had, I've had this conversation with all of my students. And it, once you kind of realize that what you have to share has value, not necessarily technical-wise, but you're there anyway, but because you created it, you experienced it, you're sharing a part of the world, this is why it's so crucial to find out who you are as a person living where you do and how you can have people see what that is, and that's complete integrity. And when you are in complete integrity, no, you're not going to sell paintings to people who want to decorate your house. You're going to sell paintings to people who want to have that in their house. Integritist paintings that illustrate what it's like to be in a place and experience a place. And when you're painting into that audience, you will grow immensely. So what do you want to be when you grow up? But there you have it. It's always interesting to look back into our life and ask ourselves questions, especially the question, what do I want to be when I grow up? If you'd like to have further information about my other podcasts, or if you want more information about my PBS show or my videos, you can do so by going to my website at www.stephanbauman.com, and there you can find all the information that you need. You can also register for a free book, Everything I Know About Landscape Painting. If you want more information about coaching, you can do so there at the website also, or you could just give me a call at 415-606-9074. Until the next time we talk, remember, paint with passion and have a good day.